Welcome to the Stress to the Nines AM edition. For the next few weeks, we will be studying the book of Revelation in all its mystery and glory. So stick around and join us. Hey, good morning, everybody, and happy Monday to you on this August the 9th. So good to have you here for this edition of Stress to the Nines as we continue our journey through the book of Revelation. We are in chapter 19. We have had the bride and the wedding feast, uh, and now we have the rider on the white horse. This passage from um, Revelation is incredibly vivid, uh, very dramatic image. Uh, So let's hear it, and then we will talk about it. So this is chapter 19, verses 11 to 16 of the book of Revelation. Then I saw heaven opened, and there was a white horse Its rider is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name inscribed that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, wearing fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has a name inscribed, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Remember that John is writing to an oppressed and scared people who do not believe that the power of their faith can stand up to the power of the Roman Empire. John is reminding them over and over in the book of Revelation that this is not true, and nowhere is that more vivid than in this passage of Christ riding into the world on a white horse, clothed in power with dominion, uh, with armies behind him, destroying the nations and bringing God's justice, peace, and mercy into the world. One thing that's interesting here is how the word of God itself is portrayed From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. The word of God as a sword is an image that appears frequently in Scripture. I'm going to read this short passage from Hebrews chapter 4, which gives another conception of the the word of God as a sword. Indeed, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So this idea that God's word is a sword is something that would be, should be interesting for us to consider in our own lives. Oftentimes, the word of God is simply a comfort to us, but it needs to be more than that. It always needs to be a challenge. It always needs to be removing things from our lives which are hindrances or encumbrances to our faith. The word of God challenges, it shapes, the word of God pierces, the word of God hurts from time to time because it separates us from that which we would most want to do in our lives. The word of God is a powerful thing when we let it enter our lives and when we let it speak to us. That's the image that John is giving us here and one that is reiterated throughout scripture. As Christ rides into the world, a sword coming from his mouth sharp which will divide the nations and render judgment upon them we remember that the word of god is power in this world and in our lives and the power that it has is the power to change and transform 
and to complete a new creation. So we remember that today and are mindful of it in our lives. I hope it's something that you will think about in your life, the ways in which God's word challenges you and the ways in which God's word compels you to lead a different life. Let's pray. Holy God, on this day, we are grateful for the many gifts and blessings that you have given us. We pray that you would speak in our lives, that you would challenge us, shape us, and form us. We hope this day that your word will be alive and active in this world, transforming hearts, shaping communities, and calling us ever forward as your disciples. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, gang, that concludes our stress to the nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Thanks for listening to Stress to the Nines. Be sure to like us and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, peace.